this white piece in the air? What's this? I can't believe my eyes. I must be dreaming. Wake up, Jack. This isn't fair. What's this? What's this? What's this? There's something very wrong. What's this? There's people singing songs. What's this? The streets are lined with little creatures laughing. Everybody seems so happy. How am I possibly gone daffy? What is this? Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to a special edition of 15 Minute You, better known this time of year as Bowl Minute You. This is the official college football podcast of your morning commute. I'm Matt Wazor. That's my brother, Evan. What's this? What's this? Uh, if you're wondering what the connection is to this bowl game, there isn't one, so don't nope. try to find it. But you just um, felt like doing it. Just happened to watch Nightmare Before Christmas for the first time last night. Highly enjoyable. Anybody at home hasn't seen it or has seen it wants to see it again, do it. Yeah, I agree. Go see it. So, tonight on deck, we have the PlayStation Fiesta Bowl. Oh. I forgot. Which features number 11, Washington, versus number 9, Penn State. This game is on December 30th at 4 o'clock p.m. Washington is getting two points. Over-under in this game is 55. Where are you at on this game, Evan? So, I mean, as the two points imply, I think this is going to be a close game. I think it's going to be competitive. I'm definitely taking the under. I was surprised by that. I think, especially when you have really? two defenses as good as these two teams have, it's going to be a low-scoring game. Um, Washington is number five in the nation in yards allowed per game, total yards. They're 19 in the past, number one against the rush. Penn State's number 20 overall, Mm -hmm. uh, yards per game, 43 against the pass, 17 in rushing yards. Um, so yeah, I mean, I was surprised. I didn't think that it would be 55. I would guess, I would be surprised if either team scores above 24 points. Um, and then as far as who I'm going to take, I'm still taking Penn State. I think Penn State will win, I think, by a touchdown. Or, excuse me, by a field goal. So beating that two-point spread. I think they have the slight edge offensively. So, I don't know. i not sure. I think I thought for a while I was going to roll Penn State in this game. Mostly because I thought that in all three phases of the game, especially with the using Saquon Barkley on special teams, that they had the advantage there. Definitely have the offensive playmakers. I, I like Jake Browning a lot, but he's not Trace McSorley. McSorley is a, a two-minute drill. Like, mm-hmm. game comes down mm-hmm. to two minutes, right? Which one would you rather have? It's McSorley. Stats-wise, far outpaces him, coming over 3,200 yards to Browning's 2,500. McSorley's touchdown-interception ratio is nice, too. 26 touchdowns to only eight picks this season. Browning coming in with 18 touchdowns. I The Washington defense is legit. We talked about two other things that can. One thing that concerns me about Penn State, um, their last five games. One was that heartbreaker to OSU. Yep. Right. Then they followed up with just an inexcusable loss to Sparty the next week. So going into this game, then they, eh, inexcusable. Yeah. Ohio, Ohio State. Yeah. Ohio State's loss to Iowa. Inexcusable. I agree. A three-point loss on the road. I don't. I mean, yes, they should have won that game. Are you? We're going to label that inexcusable. If I thought Penn State was a lot better than this, you're the number nine team in the country. Sparty is not is terribly inconsistent. You McSorley and Barkley are going to lose to Michigan State. What? I mean, they shouldn't have lost. I, I'm being critical of semantics. Continue. The last three though, they won, but they played just absolute cupcakes. So. They haven't played a strong team in since mid-October. They beat Maryland, Nebraska, and Rutgers to close out the season. Now, they won handily, but, like, you haven't seen a good opponent since mid-October? How 
concerned should I be about that? I mean, I still don't think they're going to lose. I, I get what you're saying. Because I think I think Washington State is legit. Agreed. When we look at opponents, right? That is Washington's Washington best Washington trounced them. Not win, trounce. Yeah. 41-14. Like, that game was not close at all. So, what I've seen you guys do, I think, and I, I think Utah is decent. I, if I put yeah. Utah and Sparty up against each other, I would pick Utah. I think I would pick but, a home team in either of in that matchup. It's still a win versus Penn State's loss. Um, I don't know, man. I, I'm weary about what I, I haven't seen you be good since mid October, and I'm kind of living off of like McSorley and Barkley highlights from September. So I would be. The is, reason I'm confident of. Penn State is. I think they've played. They've played a number of very good defenses very well. They were in the Ohio State game. I mean, they lost by one point. Um, they were in. They were winning. Most true. Of that yeah. Game. Yeah. I'm saying that is a that is you know go back and change two plays and they probably win that game. Mm-hmm. Uh, they beat Michigan rather handedly. Michigan has a, like say what you will about the overall of the team, but their defense is legitimate. Okay. Um, I think Iowa's defense is pretty not great, but they're certainly decent. Um, so they have a track record of standing up against good defenses. And like you said earlier about Trace McSworley, I think he's going to be the real difference maker because I think Washington, I mean, they're great against the run, again, number one in the nation. So they do have the ability to take away Saquon Barkley as a threat. But right. I think they can always fall back on Trace McSworley, who then might be able to open up runs for uh, Saquon. I just think the two-headed nature of Penn State's offense will prevail in the end. I think uh, I think you said earlier Washington's offense a little bland, all on Browning. Um, I, uh, I just like Penn State's offense in this matchup. Yeah, but that's also partly uh, Peterson's plan. I I don't know. I, I, I'm gonna roll uh, roll Huskies uh, in this game with the points. So I, I think it'll be close. You I think agree with you. Huskies will win outright. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I I don't think they're gonna. Doesn't matter. Like points are they're getting too. Well, they could lose by two and still win. Oh, Or lose fair. by one, excuse me. I think they'll win by... I think the Huskies will win this game outright. Interesting. So, Disagreement. I, yeah, and I'm just... I, I was really impressed with the way that Saquon opened up the season. I You were held to no yards in the first half against Northwestern. Like, that's not a stout defense. What are you going to do against the number one rushing defense in the country? Well, I mean, I go back to the Michigan game. They overcame in that game, and Michigan has a stout... Off, what were uh, Barkley's uh, numbers rush. in the Michigan game? Looks like they had 224 yards on the ground. Mm-hmm. Long of, or excuse me, 35 attempts, 6.4 average. So played well against Michigan's run defense. Certainly, I think he can do that today. And I'm also so you're down on Penn State for their loss to Michigan State. And I, I mean, understandable they should have won that game, but let's not act like Washington lost to Arizona State. Yeah, they, that's not a Stanford's good Stanford's decent, decent, so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna knock them too hard for that loss. But their Arizona State loss isn't great. I think you look at their wins loss like both teams have one loss that's understandable and one loss that's like oh you really shouldn't have dropped that one. There's a lot of sports and especially football that is is about momentum and how you manage momentum. I haven't seen Penn State be good since mid October, and that's a long. Break. Well, you haven't seen them play good competition since mid October. As we I said, they matters. handled, they beat those cupcakes handily. Washington ended the season with their rival, who's a good team, and they trounced them. I think that they're coming in hot. I think if their defense plays the way it should, uh, I, I would roll Huskies. Okay, well, I guess, I guess we'll find out. Yeah, we'll we'll leave it at that and find out.
Before we go, though, can I share with you my favorite Fiesta Bowl controversy? Sure. How many are there that there you have a favorite? Well, there's at Real least quick. there's at least two big ones. Okay. <laughs> but my favorite is that in the 2010 Fiesta Bowl, um, this is in the BCS era mm-hmm. where the bowls yeah. were selected, right? So. TCU and Boise State were both chosen right. to play a, mm-hmm. in the Fiesta Bowl. That's the only time in the BCS era where two non-BCS mm-hmm. or two non-automatic mm-hmm. qualifying teams were chosen to play in BCS bowl games. Because TCU was in what conference for the audience at home in 2010? Boise was in the Mountain West con- Or Sorry, TCU was in the Mountain West Conference, and Boise was in the WAC. The Western uh, the Athletic Conference. Old whack. And so this game in 2010 was dubbed the Separate but Equal Bowl or the Quarantine Bowl. Good Lord. The BCS Kids Talk about Bowl. nicknames that wouldn't be appropriate God, today. If only Twitter had been around then, the hashtags out of this, Separate mm-hmm. but Equal, Quarantine, Fiasco Bowl, the BCS Kids Table. I do. <laughs> I like that one. BCS Kids Table is good. That's probably my Separate but Equal is also funny. Good job, trolls, who came up with that. So, much better competition this year. I don't know if that's true. Those Boise teams were good. Yeah. Actually. So, I take I, I take that back. So, we'll see that. But that was also one of the reasons, you know, situations like this, why we end up with the CFP. Yeah. Instead. December 30. Let's tune in. Let's tune in. We'll find out who's right. Thank you so much, folks, for joining us. Hopefully, we're getting you all set for your office and your family pools. Let us know how those are going. Remember, you can find us on iTunes, Apple Podcast app, Google Play, or wherever else you find your fine podcasts. Look out for all of our preview podcasts of all the big bowls, as well as some of the minor ones that are going on this. You can find us on Facebook and Twitter, facebook.com slash 15minuteu, at 15minuteu. And also look out for our partnership podcast with The Athlete's Guide. It is called The Athlete's Guide Podcast. Super simple to find on iTunes. Good luck with your picks, folks. And just remember, don't pick them like my brother. And don't pick them like my brother. What's this? It's children throwing snowballs instead of throwing hats. The busy building toys. Absolutely, no one's dead. There's frost in every window. Oh, and I'm in my eyes. And my bones are filled with the wind.